The current spoiler warning level is Azure. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Azure. We're talking about a couple of machines from Gundam Seed. No, that's it. That's the. That's it. I think they're you know they're in Seed Stargazer and, and Destiny a bit, but you know. Anyway, please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Oops. God damn it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna retake it. You know, no, you laughed. That means I have to leave it in. It's Mechanista. Mechanista and G. I'm six Mar. And I'm Dylan. Hi. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, it, it, it is also funny because it's Oops all anime, so when you when you just say oops and it's a me- uh, and it's a mess up, it's just inherently funny to me. I mean, we could call this show Oops All Mecca. No. We're not going to, but it's a fit. It, like, it, it, I mean, it would fit, but we have like, our yeah, name. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I'm not. I have no interest in changing it. All right. Well, what are we rolling today, Six? Uh, we're rolling, and then we're, we're going to re-roll if it's going to take too long, because I've got shit to do. <laughs> That's fair. I'm not crazy time crunch, but I have to be on a stream later. So. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Nothing, nothing too long. Okay. Um, start off with die here. You know, I clicked on this spreadsheet in advance, this tab. Mm-hmm. I was like, I bet it's going to be this. It's this. What is it? Cosmic Era. Okay. Well, I just had a feeling. Why? Why? There are some things we could roll here that would take a long time. Um, okay, well, let's see what we get. Just let's, let's try once, and if not, let's just... Okay, you know what? This is fine. This is fine. Okay. I think this will be okay. All right. What is the uh, model number? It's weird. Okay. TMF slash A80-802. TMF? What the fuck? TMF slash A-802. Since I stuttered there, let me restate it. I have no clue. Uh, If I said Bork, 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 would you know? Uh... No? It's Zaf's Good Doggo. It's the Buku. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I should have gotten that. Okay. TMF, sorry, it's just... I guess I get it. It's... That's it's a bit terrestrial of a... maneuver fighter slash attacker. Okay, all right. I mean, it's got some variants, but it it won't take too long. I don't think. No. All right. Uh, the book you. This, this is a fun little guy. Um, yeah. This is from the cosmic era during what I think people would call the 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 start of downhill for uh seed. Um, because you know, this is the Andrew arc. You know, which everyone loves the Andrew arc. No one likes the Andrew arc. Some people might like it. I'm sorry if you do. Anyway. Um There are there are two good things about the Andrew arc. Kigali being okay at first and then then they immediately go into uh well, we have to make jokes about her wearing a dress and all that. And then the other is the Buku. And the Buku, yeah. And uh a related unit that I'm, I think we'll talk about. Uh, Lagal? I, 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 it doesn't look like it's directly related. Yeah, but we'll we're, talk about I mean, it. it <clears throat> come on. It is. Yeah. It, okay. It doesn't look like it is on fucking. Yeah. No. Oh, you know why? Rookie, it's because but... I'm betting the Lego. It comes from the Baku uh, Maltfield custom, which is in the variants here. Oh yeah. That's probably That's correct. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Baku. Uh, this is, I mean, we've already said it's a quadrupedal mecha, uh, from Mobile Suit Gundam Seed, used by Andrew Waltfield. It is a, Z- uh, Zaft produced, um... Well, it's used by a lot of people. Well, y- sorry, Waltfield's faction, yes. It is not him, only, he is not the only pilot. Uh, Martin his Da Costa? Also, um, isn't it in, um, Stargazer? A bunch of them, no, like, like uh, they're go like Ferrell. BQ Hound is in Stargazer. That's a different one. Oh, uh, fair point. Yep. Yeah, okay. Um, but uh, but the regular BQ is an original C. Um, and yeah. So uh, to describe the design, starting with the head, um, you've got a mono eye mobile suit head. It is 
kind of elongated uh, from front to back, and also the neck is not at the bottom, it is at the back of the head, because, you know, it's quadrupedal, and the, the default position, the neck's going to be coming out of the back. Um, the head itself has a mono-eye. Uh, the mono-eye has two tiers cut into it, kind of, sort of like the uh, Gelgug, or like, you know, there's a couple of suits that do that. Um, hell, the Zakus, actually, now that I think about it, the Seed Destiny Zakus do that as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's got like um, a mono eye track. Uh, the mono eye uh, area has a cut on either side, uh, like a tear going down, and then has like a little bar before you get the back of the mono eyes armor. Also has a forehead camera. I'm presuming uh, like a little blue uh, like camera piece on the forehead. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't have a mouth, but it does have. <clears throat> on either side of the face, like near the front of the of the quote unquote muzzle, uh, it has um, it, it has a beam saber coming out, and so it looks like it's carrying the beam saber in its mouth, like it's got a kind of cylindrical yeah. end, yeah. evocative of like the iconic image of like I think it's typically a ninja with a sword in their mouth, right? Um, and then you've... something that probably never actually happened, but you know, <laughs> and then you've got a. Uh... Uh, vents on either side of the head. Uh, they also have two antennas that are swept back on the top of the side vents. Uh, these uh, swept back antennas are very V-fin styled. Um, just it's just interesting that they're yellow and if they were more towards the front. They would just be V-fins. Um, the way they are kind of make, reminds me of like like some like some like AOZ Gundams, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, bit. like the Windwarts uh, antenna, mm-hmm. kind of like this. Um, and then the neck here is very egale. Yeah. Speaking of the neck, uh, not just as a very egale, uh, obviously people are going to compare this as a quadrupedal like mecha to a zoid. And looking at it, let me grab my gun raptor over here. I'd say that the neck on this is actually very similar in design to a lot of other quadrupedal mecha. Um, where you get like the, yeah, I mean, you get the multiple segments uh, complete with having the, uh, uh, this, like, uh, some cables along the bottom, uh, which is funny, because my, oh, actually, my gun sniper has cables on the top and the bottom, I guess, both, so, not just on the bottom. It's just funny, though, because it just reminded me of, uh, the gun sniper, which is one that I built, and, uh, yeah, just, you know, I mean, a lot of, uh, commonalities with, uh, Animal-based mecha, sorry, was moving it back into place. Um, but yeah, so then the torso, you got a rather large torso, because, you know, quadrupedal, so the arms and the legs are... It doesn't have a waist, you know? Like, I guess mm-hmm. it theoretically could, but it doesn't. So, large torso. Uh, on either side of the torso, where the neck is connecting into the body, you have uh, a red vent. Um... Then uh, you've got, as you go further along the back, you actually get two wings that are coming out of the uh, top of the torso uh, on either side. Uh, these wings, as they go down, uh, you hit like a uh, sort of like a jet engine uh, or like some kind of thruster like that. Uh, and then they have the rest of the wing coming off of that. Um, mm-hmm. The thruster, you know, it's got like vents on the front and then it's got like a little cone coming out of the back. Um then, uh, see the back. Is there anything on the back of the torso of interest? Um, as you go further back, uh, there is, like, this dark piece on top. Uh, this is, like, the hard the point. Yeah. Yeah. For, like, uh, because this actually has a couple of different back-mounted weapons it can have. Uh, so if you're, uh, like, looking at the rear of this, though, um, yeah, uh, it's just, like, this, almost, like, if you're looking at it uh, top-down, it would be, like, teardrop shape, but it's it's just a mount, though, for either the missile launcher or the uh, railgun, which we'll talk about when we get to the weapons. Uh, no tail, surprisingly, on this design. It does have, like, two thrusters on the very back on either side. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. And then the bottom of the torso, you've just kind of... Uh, the way it goes, you almost have, like, a sort of, like, wedge of armor going from front to back. Mm-hmm. Um, very simple, though. Um, for the limbs, uh, the front legs, uh, you've got, so the bicep, 
is sort of... Uh, is that a hexagon? One, two, three... No, that's octagonal, actually. It's octagonal, a little bit tall. Um, has, like, a little bit of a protrusion, uh, like a square block of armor protruding on the front and the back of this, um, painted in silver. Uh, then you hit the joint. Um, the joint connects into the, uh, I guess you would call it the forearm. Uh, the forearm does have, like, a slight bend uh, to make this resemble, like, you know, uh, animal legs. Like, it has a slight, like, bend forward um and then you've got another joint and then you have the foot at the end uh the um forearm also has on the bottom of it uh, a set of wheels that uh can pop down yeah caterpillar treads yeah it's basically like yeah caterpillar treads um and then also the feet have three little yellow bits of armor that i guess resemble like claws or toes i guess mm-hmm. um the rear legs are similar, though the rear thigh is larger than the uh, bicep um, armor. The thigh armor is also swept back a bit more, again, to try to resemble, like, a dog's hind legs. Um, still has the tread and still has the same toe and all that, uh, feet and all that. Um, I feel like this fight would be a bitch in AC6. <laughs> mm, yeah. Maybe because you you know you'd fight you I mean fighting one would be fine but you would fight a pack of them and they would just charge you from all directions. That's fair. Um, but yeah, so th- that's basically the book queue. It's actually a little quicker to describe than I thought because I realized right the arms and the legs are very similar and it doesn't have a waist and it really doesn't have a backpack. Um, and its torso is really one note. Yeah, it's very simple. Um, cool guy though. Um. So going through the weapons, uh, we've got uh, we've got the twin beam saber in the mouth, which is very simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a beam saber in the mouth? It is able to turn them on. Uh, basically, uh, it, it does note that even though like Zaf suits didn't really have beam weapons, they actually gave it to the the Baku early on because the Baku didn't really have like any kind of close range defenses. So it made sense to just throw it on these as the close range defense, uh, specifically because these were, you know, uh, earth suits. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do find it, sorry, I just read something in the history. I'll have to bring it up in a moment. It's very funny to me. Anyway, um, then on the back, uh, you can either have a set of twin 450 millimeter rail guns. Um, these are, uh, I mean, it's a strong railgun. Uh, we know it's able to destroy the uh, Earth Alliance's linear tanks in a single shot. So, you know, pretty good. Uh, for At least for what they're doing, given that the Earth Alliance at that point doesn't have mobile suits. Um, right. And then uh, it also mentions that the quadrupedal design helps it uh, re- uh, maintain steadiness while firing the railgun. Then, of course, it also has... A 13-2 400mm missile pod. Um, I feel like this is the more common attachment. Mm-hmm. The missile pod can be fired in any direction since it's on a rotary turret. Um does have a sensor at the tip of the warheads uh, to help with tracking. And yeah, it's a pretty simple missile pod design too. The uh, I should say the rail guns, um, nothing too special. It's basically like you have a set of two sets, uh, two barrels set on a turret, you know, and the barrels have a sort of hexagonal shape though they're not quite like a perfect hexagon um they look square don't they oh no sorry i'm looking i'm just looking from the back the back is a little deceiving oh yeah yeah however it is true that the uh railgun pack um first of all it has these like 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 nice like layered heat sinks in the back where the guns are Mm -hmm. but also the railgun pack includes extra little verniers oh yeah and then uh the missile pod it's a large wide octagon with 13 missiles uh it's got four on top four on the bottom and then five in the middle Mm -hmm. um so yeah no bonus features yep um the uh uh believe the cockpit how do where is the cockpit located actually i can't remember um there's a shot of it um being used it is like is that the where is it torso it's um yeah, it's at the bottom of the torso. It's sort of right where the belly would be. Okay, yeah, I see it. And then 
It, okay, and it has like a little elevator that can pop down, it looks like, uh, going off this art here. Uh, right. I mean, it's got the same, like, you know, I forgot to like be, foot I forgot to be cable posting stuff in get. Mechanista images. Whoops. Um, but yeah, you can see, though, that the, uh, it, it's got like a little, like, cable elevator, basically, to help, mm -hmm. you know, uh, get you back up. So, uh, I think everything does in Seed, right? Yeah, they, it's it's pretty common in Seed. Uh, Alright, well, s some interesting stuff with the Baku, though. Um, so, um, one sec. Let me double check. Who did the original Baku design? Is it, it's, it should be Okawara, theoretically, because he did, like, everything, but maybe not. No, it is Okawara, okay. I was gonna say, uh, there is some art on the It looks wiki. like Okawara. yeah. There is some art on the wiki of Michiru uh, Yamane uh, doing the design. Or Kimitoshi Yamane. I don't know why I said Michiru Yamane. <laughs> That's a different person. Uh, <laughs> Michiru Yamane is uh, the uh, composer uh, for, like, uh, Castlevania and whatnot. And <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, anyway, Kimitoshi Yamane uh, is who I meant to mention, uh, who did, like, the Mobius Zero and has done a lot of ships, generally. Um, he did some really cool art of the, uh, BQ here, though. I actually really like his art. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, then there are some earlier concept designs, and they are a lot. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll talk about them real quick. Uh, so, the first concept design is kind of a more standard mobile suit, uh, I say. I, I, I say it's not really, but, so it's a mono-eye head, uh, with a really weird face. Uh, has a cable running around the back of the head. Has a really weird mono eye track. I would recommend just looking this up and finding this uh, because I, you know, it's just a concept illustration, so I don't want to sit here and do the full description. But yeah, has a like normal torso uh, for the upper body, kind of bulbous. Uh, has some vents on the front. Has a standard cockpit hatch in the middle. Uh, but then where it starts getting weird, the size of the torso. Um, it has two sides of the torso that are rather big. Uh, mainly because these mount what appear to be giant rail cannons that have, like, mm -hmm. an underslung, uh, they have, like, an under, uh, a, a camera on the underside. Uh, and then also they have these, uh, really cool little pistons in there, actually, that remind me of something we talked about recently. We talked about something that had a cannon like this recently. Oh, uh, we were talking about on the G-Cannon. One of the G-Cannons had, like, this kind of, like, uh, piston mechanism. Um... Hmm. Looks good. Uh, so yeah, absolutely gigantic guns. Um, also has seems to have some Vulcans built into the sides of the arms there, towards the front. As well as uh, two large guns on the bottom. I don't know what kind of guns those were, would be, necessarily. Or if they're possibly flamethrowers. I don't know. Hard, hard to say. Uh, then for the arms, you've got a sh kind of a standard shoulder armor where it's just like a front plate a black uh, a back plate and then a uh vernier that is coming out of the side of it um does have like a little uh bar on the top of it that kind of is reminiscent of like some of the 8th ms team ground mobile suits or like the um blue destiny and stuff uh basic bicep uh doesn't have normal arms has missile pods for the arms uh and then for the waist uh, you have, like, a thruster at the front, back, left, and right, and then in between, like, the thrusters that are sticking out, you have a wheeled leg coming out of each of these, and then the leg ends in a little caterpillar tread. Um, this kind of reminds me of, like, a really weird, fancy version of the Gigan or something, a much less cute version of the Gigan. Uh, mainly just because the thrusters that. on the legs. Looking at it, I think I'm reminded, it, it makes me think of, like, Oh, like one of the weirder, more obscure, like battle tech designs with touches of like 40k mecha. Mm hmm. Very odd looking thing. Uh, then this gets further refined into pretty something pretty close to the final design, if I'm being honest. Uh, there's a bit more detail going on. It doesn't have the wings, so it's a dog again. Uh, the head uh, has a bit more armor on the neck and does not have the beam sabers in the mouth. Uh, seems to have possibly a beam cannon or something uh on the underside like on the chin uh still has the mm -hmm. rail guns on the back the upper arms have vents on the top and the armor is a bit thicker and then 
the rear legs have the, uh, like, the turbines, uh, the jet turbines on them. Um, kind of like it, actually, but, um... That kind these... of get old-school Ibo vibes from this thing. Yeah. Uh, but then, of course, this eventually gets turned into, uh, the design we would get. Mm-hmm. Alright. So, the BQ, there are several variants of, uh... So, first one we would talk about would be... Uh, Let's do Hound and then Reconnaissance, and then we can do Waltfelt, because Waltfelt goes straight to Yeah, the yeah, that makes sense. So, the Kerberos BQ Hound. Uh, this is the one from Stargazer uh, that Six mentioned earlier. Uh, so, this is an upgraded uh, BQ that uh, actually has a... So, it has replaced the back mount with a... Uh, backpack attachment that is able to accept the wizard packs, as in, like, the, the Zaku packs. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is ridiculous, uh, but sure, why not? Um, and the, the, it has its own default pack, though, uh, which is why it gets called Kerberos, uh, which, um, I, is it just called the Kerberos pack? Uh, yep, the Kerberos, Kerberos wizard pack, uh, which is, um, okay, so the, uh, main design changes real quick first before I talk about that, actually, since that's a weapon. Uh, the head is, it has a new head design. Um, it's much meaner looking. Uh, has, like, a bit of an overhead, like, a, like, a bit of a point on the front. Uh, and, like, you've got, like, a bit more cameras going on. Uh, the mono is a little lower on the head. And, uh... You also have, where things get also weird, so the side cheek vents uh, now have a bit of uh, parts like that are jutting forward, and uh, on the bottom of them you can see these little emitters. I uh, believe, actually, they are also emitters that are on the front. Uh, th- this thing is able to do weird shit with its uh, beams, is what I'm trying to say. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so basically... Uh, much meaner looking, much, I would say, cooler looking head. Uh, the neck is also a little bit more extendable, I think, than the standard BQ, um, for the main head. Uh, the, looking at it, the legs and such are actually pretty similar, uh, same with, like, the, uh, the wings. Uh, the, so the other main change would just be the Kerberos pack, which is to say, it is a backpack with some thrusters on the back, um, it has those, like, conical thrusters that are kind of common on, uh, Zaft mobile suits. Um, but then coming out of the front area of the thrusters, you have two necks that have two additional heads on them. Uh, and it's basically the same design of head as the main head. Uh, they do have, uh, one extra thing, which would be they have like this, instead of the cameras on the top, they have this like, uh, antenna that is swept back. Um, and yeah, it's two extra heads. Uh, they, these extra heads are also able to emit, uh, well, either, I believe they can, can they fire beam cannons out of the mouths? Yes, yes. Yes. Uh, they have beam cannons out of the mouth, and then also, uh, it has the beam fangs, uh, inside of them. So, uh, yeah, okay, so the beam fang system, uh, this is the weird part. In the main head, it can emit five short beam blades, one from the mouth, and four from the sides of the mono-eye sensor, with two blades pointing forward and two blades pointing downward. So, yeah, those little, what appear to be vents on the side of the heads are actually, uh, uh, things that are able to emit, like, little beam blades. Um, I'm actually gonna try to find for you real quick, and I guess you could just link it like we used to, uh, since we're not doing the new thing yet, uh, the model, because the model actually has the pieces, and there's not really any pictures I can see here on the site that have all the beams, like, on. No, pretty much they just, they, um, I believe in the OVA, they just like doing the two down because they re- they look more dogish. Yeah. Well, here's the full, uh, setup, by the way. Um, on the, uh, okay. old model. So yeah, it can fire the two forward and it has one also in the mouth. Uh, the mouth actually does open, that means, I, I didn't notice that until now. Hmm. So that's kind of neat. Um... Yeah, so it can emit those from the main head, and then uh, the Kerberos heads uh, um, each can emit one pointing down and one pointing to the side. I believe it's on the outer side. Let me see if I can find a picture of those. Yeah, so, like, if you want to see them all on, here's, like, a good picture of that. 
um, basically become pointy in a lot of places. Um, and yeah. I mean, the, the OVA shows them, like, pointing straight. Like, here is the shot from the OVA of the two extra heads doing straight down fangs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's actually interesting. Um, oh, wait, no, those, well, are those? Yeah, they have the horns. Those have to be the extra heads. Interesting. Well, mm -hmm. look. There's always difference in technical things. Anyway, um, but, uh, yeah, the heads, though, what they get used for in the movie is basically, uh, to destroy, um, Mutie's, uh, Mutie's, um, uh, what is it, the, uh, Blue Duel. Um, mm -hmm. they work as a team and they basically just rip it apart with their beam fangs. Yeah, I mean, the design is to make it so that it looks like it's eating a body, right? It's pretty it's cool. I, 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 I do think it's pretty get. cool looking, is the thing. It's a little silly, but it is, you know, it's cool. It is, a, it is an aesthetic. I mean, look, um, yeah. Uh, the main colors of this are kind of just like a black and red, though there are a couple of, uh, little variants, um, I think they're mostly just color variants, uh, let's see, yeah, there's the, uh, the one that's in white, which is Alex Kerberos, which, actually, I think the Kerberos Bikini Hound looks pretty cool in white, um, there's that, um, yeah, that's not bad. And then, uh, it does, there's another one that, uh, shows up in Frame Estrays, which it's, it, it just has the, one of the wizard packs on, it has the blaze pack on, which, as mentioned, they can, you know, technically equip those, uh, just to show what those look like, actually. Um, I'll link you that as well. It does look pretty cool, like, when it has, like, the, you know, the thrusters of the missiles and stuff, like, you know. Yeah, because, and that is a thing that happens, um... Alec Ladd likes to put on the blaze pack. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So his, so. yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we talked about it on the Zaku episode, but you can also, that means, put the two dog heads on a Zaku. Mm -hmm. If you want. Yeah. I mean, I guess they are movable turrets that have beam cannons in them, so it's not like it's a bad idea. It just seems a little weird, but... There's probably a better pack you could be using, but sure. Um... There's also a version of this that shows up in Gunpla Builder's Beginning D uh, that has some customizations. Uh, yeah, maybe a couple. Let's uh, talk about that. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's funny because they it is just called uh, GPD Colors, but it is not just a recolor. <laughs> not even close. No, it's wild how much they've done to this. Uh, so what has happened is the main neck has been elongated. And then out of the vents on the side, instead of having the pack on the back with the extra heads, the heads are coming out of, uh, uh, um, like new, basically the person put them inside of the, uh, vents, uh, where the vents Which looks better, were. I think. Yeah. Um, other changes here include, um... The head has a heat the, hawk. Yeah, heat mohawk. hawk in the middle for the middle head, yeah. Um, then, uh... It has the railgun pack, it looks like. However, the sides of the railgun pack then have the wings from the Strike Noir. Like, the, uh, those are, like... Because you can see, those are the saber handles, I believe. Uh... Mm, yeah. And then also it has, like, the tail from the Ultron? Uh-huh. Um... Uh-huh. Or at least something that's designed to look similar. Um... Which is pretty cool. I mean, all told, I think the thing's kind of sick. Yeah, it, it does remove the treads, interestingly, so I guess it just runs around. Like, the treads have been replaced with um some, like, pointy armor. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it does look cool. Uh Oh, and also, if you look at the very bottom image, you can see it can fold the railguns from the uh, Strike Noir's backpack also forward, so those can aim. Mm -hmm. So at that point, it has the two railguns, the two guns from the Strike Noir, the two beam sabers on the pack, which I think can be fired as little beam guns, yeah, right? Yeah, I believe so. And then also the two sh two guns on the stingers, and then also the three guns on the heads. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to admit, <laughs> this is a pretty cool custom. Uh, it was very funny because I saw color, because it's just called GPD color, or GPB color. 
Uh, and I thought, oh, that must mean it's just a recolor. No, no, this is not a recolor. This is just its own little guy. Um, I also like this is just a building detail, but the tail has this, like, silver cable wound around the inside underneath the armor. That just looks good. Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, all right. Moving on, then, uh, we will also talk about the Baku Tactical Reconnaissance Type. Ah, the one I love, um, because it's a silly EWAC yeah. unit. Um, so, uh, there's a Kerberos with some changes. Uh, the changes include the head. Uh, this head has, like, a weird... It's like wearing the visor from, um, fucking TNG, <laughs> basically. Yeah, kind of. It's got, like, a little like, visor with, like, a red bar on the front of it. Uh, it almost looks a little more Cyclops to me, like, from X-Men. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Um, also, on the side of the head, it's got, like, this little antenna on one side, and then the other side has, like, an extra set of cameras. Um, and then it still has the beam saber in the mouth. Um, I think this is the head... That, like, any time you get the, uh, stray red frame, and it's using the, um, and it's using the PQ head, like, on the arm as the beam sabers, I think it's this head. Okay, yes, yeah, because this is the one that gets sold at the auction that he buys. Okay. Which is very funny, because it's never had its own proper model, but its head has been made as a model, because a lot of red frames come with, you know, the PQ head to use as a beam saber. Uh-huh. Um, just kind of a funny thing. Um, that's that's why if you look at appearances in OVAs and ONAs, you have Mobile Suit Gundam Seed MSV Astray Episode One Red Frame Head Only. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the body is pretty much the same. Um, there's some changes to the arms and legs. Uh, the arms uh, have some little like radomes on the sides of them uh, that seem to have like just so silly. <laughs> yeah, they have like little red sensors on the front. Uh, which is interesting. Um, and then as you move down, the the hands, now the toe, the front toe, instead of having, like, the, just the little armor plate there, it has, like, claws that can, like, kind of extend. Mm -hmm. Just, like, a weird little spike. Um, then, uh, the same goes for the rear legs. Um, they, nothing, like, done on the rear legs other than the foot has the spike. That can extend. Uh, finally, on the backpack mount, you have got a camera at the base that then has a gun on either side of it. Uh, I don't know if these are... Uh, what kind of guns these are? Oh, these are apparently high-output laser guns. Which... <laughs> uh -huh. Lasers. Oh, mainly because lasers can also be used for sensor and communication systems. So, okay, that's actually cool. Yeah, that's so actually they can cool either be in, can, like, a high-powered like, mode or just be used for, like, tagging things or, like, laser communication. Okay, that that makes a bit more sense now. Because when I see lasers in Gundam, my brain goes, laser? That's not yeah, right. Yeah, the idea of you, like, like turning your, your Buku around and firing your primary weapon to, like, bounce them off a mountain and send a signal back to your base is really cool. Hold on, I need to find... I need to find the uh, the little bit that I'm thinking of real fast. Uh, here you go, six. I just need I I I needed to link this. You only need to listen to like the first, uh, first five seconds. But uh, this is all I can think of whenever I see lasers in Gundam. Is this Captain? They are now locking lasers on us. Lasers? Yes, sir. Lasers can't even penetrate our navigation shields. Don't they know that? It's a, uh, for those at home, it is a clip from Star Trek TNG <laughs> wherein Worf uh, informs uh, the uh, Captain Picard that um, an enemy primitive ship is locking lasers on us. Because um, in that setting, lasers are also not typically used. But yeah, I, I just... It, I just, I don't know. It's For some reason, it's just always funny to me. The way that Worf, uh, the way that Michael Dorn says lasers there is always funny to me. It's a, it's a good delivery, but it is also, like, you know, just a concept of, like, it's basically like, sir, they are now pointing Nerf guns at us. Yeah. And everyone's like, what? 
<laughs> yeah, the, the, the shock, the about? shock reaction of the crew is pretty good because they're like, "Wait, they have ships, but they're still using lasers." <laughs> um. Anyway, above the lasers, there is a radome. Uh, the radome is has your typical like offset paint job. It's also got like a little red bar on the back. Um. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Um. It does uh have an active stealth system. Um, so it has the radome, uh, which is used for aerial surveillance and control. Um, the head has that design because it is a 3D sensor array, so it um, it, it can do super high definition recording. Uh, enhanced multi-band sensor cluster. Uh, it also has a pair of cluster sensors on the side of the head, giving it a wider data gathering range. The metaphase squid sensor. Uh, a sensor unit undergoing evaluation that is mounted on the head of some Baku uh, versions. It can uh, carry out reconnaissance even under the effects of N-jammers. Uh, I love that it's called the Metaphase Squid Sensor. It also contains bidirectional quantum bitstream communication systems, uh, oh, which is capable of eavesdropping on enemies' laser communications. Mir Campbell should have had a uh, Buku tactical cameraman. Also, uh, an active stealth system. Uh, it is not. It it doesn't turn invisible. It doesn't do like mirage control light stuff. But it does negate uh, radar detection. So, yeah, and yeah, it's a tactical goof. It is not or goof tactical BQ. It is not meant to really be used in primary combat. It is more uh, meant to, you know, assassination. It says. Wait, does it say assassination? <laughs> It says assassination. Oh yeah. Oh. I okay. I was just assuming just a... reconnaissance given its fucking name, but no, apparently also for assassinations. Okay. Sir, we've recovered the uh body of General Freud. Uh we've also have a recording of his last words. They're a bit confusing. Here. Listen for yourself. Big dog. Big dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we have the... I, I'm going to read this out because it's got a ridiculous name. TMFA802PMODWBQWaltfield Custom Type, uh, also known as the Proto-Lego. Um, and this is a seed MSV uh, BQ design. This is Andrew Waltfield's personal unit. Um, it is a BQ that... So the thing about the BQ, right, is we keep calling it a dog, but admittedly... And this leans into it. It's more like a saber-toothed tiger, if you think about it. Uh, this one definitely pushes it in that direction. I think... Oh, uh, well, I they... meant more than even the Kerberos, because even though it's going for a Cerberus thing, the way the teeth come down as, like, large tusks from, like, the face looks more like a saber-toothed tiger than, like, a dog. That's true. That's true. However, I do think the way they move is way more dog than cat. That's fair. Um, so yeah, this is an orange and gray, uh, BQ that is pretty much the same as the standard one. Uh, its primary difference is on the head, you have an extra spike in the middle of the mouth, like on the bottom, and then on either side of the face, uh, you have these, like, teeth, basically. Uh, these are called saber fangs. Um, these are apparently not very good, uh, because... One, you, you've removed the beam sabers, and two, they are close range, and three, apparently, according to this, they never adopted these for the Lego because they were a major obstacle to its operation and transportation in base facilities and during uh, urban warfare. I mean, yeah, if you have big immovable Im knives hanging off your mouth, yeah, that's going to be a bit of a hassle. Uh, then the other main change would be on the uh, front feet. It does have a pair of uh, claws on the four legs on either side. So, mm -hmm. um, other than that, it's mostly just a color swap. Um, does have like a big uh, tiger emblem because that's uh, the whole deal with um, what's this fuck? Um, Waltfield. There we go. The guy whose name is on this. Um, so yeah, uh, it's it's all right. Here's a confusing. I thing. like the colors. I just don't like the um. I don't like the face. 
And what were you going to say? What is it about this that is, like, the gateway to the to the Legau besides colors? Because, like... Nothing. Oh, I, I guess it has the extra... Th- uh, if you look at the back of the torso, the thrusters now have the cones in them. <laughs> One other yeah, change. I guess that's true. But, like, otherwise, it's actually kind of... In- I mean, I guess it has a better... It has, like, a better, like, drive system and stuff. Like, it is okay, also a two-seater like, for a pilot and a gunner. Yeah, like, it's a worse Buku. Uh, but its output is improved by 17%, and it has a, a, a higher maximum moving speed. You know what's higher output? You know it's a higher increase than 17%? What? 100%, because you've got two pilots and you put them in two machines. Yeah. Well, they they need an excuse for why he's piloting with his wife. He isn't, though. He's piloting with his, like, little boyfriend. Oh, does he not pilot right? this with Aisha? No, this is with uh, Martin DaCosta, remember? Who the fuck is Martin DaCosta? It's his little coffee assistant nerd. Here, I'll post his coffee assistant nerd. I don't even remember this guy. No. I guess, like, I see him, and I, I've seen him in scenes, I just completely forgot about him. He's just, like, peak yes-man. He doesn't have a personality besides liking Walt Felt. Oh, okay. Well, next up, this is developed into the Lego, which is a much better machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the Lego. This is, obviously, an upgraded PQ. Um... Has some pretty major changes, even though the body plan is very similar. Uh, so starting with the head, uh, the head has one of those zaft big ornamental like horns on it. Uh, points forward. Uh, the V fin like parts, instead of being on the back of the like the little side vents of the head, they are now pushed more towards the front and are on the sides, and and so they are swept back and like a bit more horizontal. Uh, then it has two like little sub antenna. Um, towards the back uh at the at um diagonals at like diagonal angles um Mm -hmm. for the uh mouth beam saber it has a like kind of a wider beam saber it looks like um rather than just like a cylinder it's it it is a little like a wide beam saber that is in the mouth Mm -hmm. um has like a little spike uh on the bottom of the mouth area too um the head is overall bigger because it's got like the uh, this little crest on the back of it too that is uh, that goes out and it's just like big armor, basically. Um, good looking head though. Um, for the uh, body, the body's overall shape is the same as the originals. Um, the vents are a little bit more square, uh, but it does still have like the vents on either side. Has a bit more panel lining detail also throughout this torso. Um, the wings uh, that are on the back of this uh, don't have, like, the normal jet engines. They now have, like, a big, uh, like, wide intake uh, that has two thrusters on the back of that now. Um, mm-hmm. And then still has, like, the wing coming out of that little section then. Uh, for the arms, uh, the upper bicep shoulder area, um, it's a bit beefier, and it has a this like uh sort of vent uh on the outside which is nice uh looks like uh from the joint you have the forearm the forearm still has that same kind of bend shape to it though the forearm armor looks a bit bigger also has like a cut on either on the actually not on either side it's only on the outside uh armor uh then also the treads are a bit bigger uh that are attached to the uh little forearm area uh the connection into the foot, instead of it just being a joint, there's also, like, a noticeable piston here. Um, and then the feet have two claws on them. Uh, for the rear leg, same thing. Uh, the thigh is actually pretty similar to the Bacuse, though it still has, like, some, uh, armor on the outside that has these little, uh, uh, like, line cuts in them. Uh, then you've got the foreleg with the big, um tread in it and then you've got the feet with the claws uh finally then on the back of this you've got always mounted in doesn't actually have uh different packs i believe just has a set of beam cannons on a turret so yeah uh this is the upgraded version 
of the book you and i'd say it's a pretty cool one actually i do like it um so yeah uh, it has the twin beam savers in the head uh it is a different design with uh increased output more stability uh apparently this is the basis for the one that would be used on the freedom gundam and the justice gundam um which is huh okay interesting uh and it's got the claws on the feet um and then it's got the twin beam cannons uh, the twin beam cannons are apparently pretty strong. Uh, they are still controlled by a separate gunner, which uh, in this case was Aisha. Uh, and then you, yeah. and then as the main pilot, you have Andrew. So I guess that is a, another thing that the the Walt Felt Custom Prop. Buku has is that it yeah. introduces the two seater. I don't know why you need a separate gunner when there's there aren't enough weapons for that. Yeah, no, that is a little weird. Um. Well, they have to make sure she dies because she's voiced by a singer, so... Uh, they have to make sure she gets killed as well. I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, this... And then there's the high mobility Yeah, type. I was going to say, this machine actually does get an upgrade in uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Seed Re, which is a manga. Uh, is a re that will never be finished. Yep. Uh, is this still ongoing? No, it's on it's on indefinite hiatus. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, because, because of, the death uh, of the writer. Literal death of the author. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean... Oh, because... Oh, because it was actually being written by Chiaki Murasawa, huh? Yes, yes. I didn't know yeah, that. No, okay. Liter literal death of the author. I, I just did, I didn't away. realize it was her writing it. Um, I just assumed it was a retelling that was being done, like, you know... Um, Mostly the thing I think about with this is it's just an excuse to give... I would say pretty decently cool upgrades for most of the machines that aren't in the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and that includes this one. Um, this one's a lot. The high maneuver, um, main change is that, so it looks like it adds some guns to the torso. If you look above the vents, also the vents have this extra little plate of armor swept forward on mm -hmm. them, which is kind of cool looking. Um, and then the other thing is, well, on the wings, uh, the halfway point of the wing, has like it it's like the gin backpack um that is like set in there like that you know like the kind of the bug wing backpack uh specifically the design actually almost reminds me of the gin gladiator one but maybe that's just because that's the one i built uh the master grade of so um so yeah it's got like a gin backpack in the middle and then coming out of that it actually goes into the uh thrusters that are on the normal ago uh then it has like a swept up wing and then also, I'm presuming a railgun on either side, given the square barrels on these. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the the, uh, uh, the fucking turret, the dual uh, beam gun turret, is taller, and the barrels are closer together, and they're also much larger, it looks like. The uh, description on the wiki says that it also has a tail with a tail gun. I don't see it in any of the art. Yeah, I don't see a tail... Uh, in the art, but I don't know. Might be something else later. Apparently, there's also a test unit uh, that shows up in uh, Sea Destroy Princess of the Sky. It's just a Lego in white and blue, and then it doesn't have the fancy horn. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, it's a Lego. Um, yeah. I think I, I think the Lego is pretty good. Um, all things considered, I, th I think it's actually a pretty pretty all right design. I mean, everyone likes the the Q and Lego, so. All right. Technically speaking, there is one more to talk about. Okay. Uh, this is a Build Fighters custom one, and it is one that actually has some changes, so it would be good to talk about. The TMF slash T Baku tank from Gundam Build Fighters. Right. Uh, this is used by the Renato brothers. Um, uh, it is specifically used during the race episode, and this is a more full custom than you would expect for being, like, a minor unit in that episode. Um, so, it's got the Baku head, um, where, basically, where it has changes, the, the legs are the same, the torso is m kind of the same, uh, the changes are, instead of wings, it has this, like, large gun on either side that are these, uh, 
these are uh, beam guns that can also be used as beam sabers, um, which I guess makes sense because they're on like articulated like turrets, and they can aim up and down even. You can kind of see like the way their articulation would go. Um, then uh, it also has on like the back of it. It's not quite a tail, but it has like sticking up out of the back a uh, a large missile pod that is like it's like one of those like vertical launching missile pods so it's just like you know a big square with a bunch of square doors on it that pop open and fire missiles uh the other change is the rear legs the hind legs on this have been replaced with transformable tank treads uh these tank treads have a caterpillar tread on the bottom and then on the front and back there's actually a vernier that you can see sticking out of the bottom in case it like needs to do a jump or something uh and yeah this has a tank mode it's not really a tank mode so much as just it Basically just makes it so the tank legs are where it's primarily maneuvering on, and you've got a dog body just kind of hanging out up top. Lifting up, yeah. Uh, it's very it's very goofy looking, but I kind of like it. Um, it's a... I love that it's basically doing, like, the shake hand pose yeah, yeah. for a dog. Um, it's very silly. Uh, I mean, it, it makes sense that this is a weird silly unit, though, because this is used in the fucking racing episode. And, like... They don't actually use it in other battles. This is just like what a one-off that they use for the uh, race. So it's just you know this is uh this is a weird little design made for speed in mind. Yeah, it's a cute little nerd. I like him. Yeah, no, it's a fun little guy. All right. Well, with that, six. Uh huh. So. Uh. I guess so. Well, if you want to find me on social media, I'm on Twitter and co-host at Six Detmar S A X D E T T M A R. Uh, my DMs are open for any questions, comments, listener requests, any of that sort of thing. You can also find me work at scanlandmedia.com or Patreon.com/scanlandmedia/Dylan. What about you? You can find me at LowPolyRobot on Twitter.com as well as on co-host. Uh, I haven't been posting a ton. I've been tired. <laughs> It's it's December and makes me sleepy. But anyway. Alright, we're gonna do we're gonna do one of our call and response ones. Are you ready? Okay. I'm gonna send you your line and then I got the I got the Andrew line. Oh, okay. Okay. So go ahead. Oh, and oh, I okay, I just say first then. Oh, right. You have every reason to want revenge on me. That's what happens in war. Everyone has some kind of reason, but no one does. That's a non-statement, my guy. You did not say anything. Well, it's because we can't have him wanting revenge uh, for Aisha. We just have to write that under the... But you can at least have him say a coherent sentence. No, no. It's Gundam Seed, of course you can't. Blech. Peace. Thank you.